listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. Well, we have some interesting metaphors in the gospel today from Jesus about good trees bearing good fruit, rotten trees bearing bad fruit, a tree knowing by its fruit and out of the fullness of the heart the mouth speaks. And then the first reading, first chapter, first letter of Paul to Timothy. Um, And uh, I think the first reading there, St. Paul gives us a clue as to uh, the, the idea of the foundation that the house is built upon. So that's what I want to preach about this morning. Um, obviously, we remember in prayer the people who are victims of the recent bad weather, right? Houston and Florida and the hurricanes and uh, this idea of the storms coming and the houses getting damaged or destroyed. Um, call that to mind. Um, so Jesus, it's interesting. Jesus says that you can't just listen to his words and then don't act on them you know that's the person who builds their house without a foundation or in, in Matthew's version a man who builds his house on sand which is basically the beach you know but uh, you, you have to hear what Jesus said his, but then also to act on it uh, Jesus uses the word do and uh, that's how you build your house on the foundation of rock and uh, I don't know what that means for the um, the argument over salvation through faith alone, <laughs> heretical belief of some of our brothers and sisters. <laughs> you know, Jesus said, you know, you got to do, which is another, it's the word for work. Okay, I'm digressing here, sorry. Um, so in the first reading, 1 Timothy 1, St. Paul reveals to us the foundation of his own faith. Mm, It's interesting how that reading and that gospel got put together today in the the liturgy. Uh, So in that reading, St. Paul says that uh, the thing that's really, really like this is true. How, How does he say? It's a funny way of saying it. This saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Wow, that is a statement about foundations. The very bottom of it all. That solid rock upon which everything is built is that God is love and that Jesus came to save sinners. You know, that that love of God moved his own heart to come and not leave us in our sin, but, you know, so the fundamental attitude of God towards humanity is an attitude of love, it's an attitude of mercy, it's an attitude of forgiveness of sin. And uh, this is one of those foundational teachings. It's a foundational teaching. It's a foundational reality. And... um, this is worth pausing over just for a moment, you know, and, and how many people maybe don't know that or don't have never heard that or how many of us know it, I've heard it, but somehow 
I'm not fully convinced of it. I get an amen from anybody, you know. Ooh. I almost wonder if I should just go sit down right now. Like that, that alone is just worth pointing out. It, sometimes we need to revisit the basics. That uh, I'm going to keep going. All right, there's a little more here, brothers. There's a little more here. Um, I want to extend the metaphor a little bit. So you have this house. What if the house is built on the rock? The storms come. The house isn't destroyed. But there are some leaks that happen. Um, So what do you got to do? Well, there's a repair job that's needed. Brother Malachi, who's our maintenance brother here at the Friary, is like full agreement with what I'm talking about here. You know, so there's something. So the storm reveals something maybe you didn't know, like this area of the roof, this area of the window, this area of the basement, whatever, like. Oh, it needs to be fixed, needs to be repaired. And um, that's probably true. I mean, so many of us, we, we believe in the Lord. We, we, we're trying to live our faith. We're trying to grow, trying to make progress in the spiritual life. And so sometimes there will be struggles. There will be um, trials. There will be um, metaphorical storms. And maybe the house doesn't completely and totally get destroyed because the house is on the rock, but there is damage. And the dam- those areas of the damage can reveal to us areas that need to be re-looked at or need to be fortified or, you know, um, strengthened or, you know, weak points in, in, in the building or whatever. And, um, and so it's good to know that, that if God is love and his fundamental attitude towards humanity is you know salvation of sin and forgiveness then um that that becomes really really helpful um so we don't necessarily need to completely and totally freak out when there are storms and trials and so we realize that something really good can come from this you know certain areas in in my life that need to be healed that need to be fixed that need to be strengthened that need to be maybe on um, a deeper level I need to surrender to the Lord and uh, trust in him more deeply. Some of these, these fundamental things about our faith could um, I, you know, be a little more convicted of the truth of that and live from it and live from it. Um, now, in saying that, uh, an idea came to me this morning in my morning prayers that um, there, uh, there are some people who... Uh, for whatever reason in their life, maybe you're one of them, that um, you, that people who don't know their inherent goodness, right? you know, Catholic anthropology, what, what do we believe about man is that, you know, before we talk about anything else, we need to understand that you are good. You, you know, God don't make junk, <laughs> you know, the, the very heart of it. And that was another point of arguing with the Protestant Reformation, right? So Calvin, Luther, some of these guys held for total depravity. That's, you know, at the end of the day, we just need to say that mankind is just corrupt and evil. Church has always rejected that, you know, that the very, very, let's begin with at the beginning, you know, you are good, made in God's image and likeness. And, uh, and from there, now the next step is, but wounded, <laughs> but broken. You know, because of the fall, because of our 
wounded human nature. So, but even with all the woundedness to our human nature, it doesn't change the fact that we're actually good. And um, so some people are afraid or nervous to talk about sin, to talk about the woundedness of human nature, because uh, maybe people who don't have that foundation that I am good may mishear that, you know, and they, they hear a message about the evil of sin and and they translate that into thinking you're judging me or, you know, you're making me feel like crap or you're, you know. So, uh, so yeah, a little shout out to that, that. The first thing is that you are good. God created you good. And even though you are wounded, even though you are disordered, we all are. Fundamentally, I'm good. I'm good. The goodness is there. It's how God created us. And then you're firmly convicted of that truth. I am loved. My identity is a beloved son or daughter in God, of God. You know, now I can maybe be a little more comfortable to hear the call against sin. You know, like my woundedness, my disorderedness, my, um, you know, the, my weaknesses. And that's what did St. Paul say? Why do I do the things I don't want to do? Why do I, I can't do those things I want to do? You know, like what a mess I am. In the words of the psalmist, more torturous than all else is the human heart. Who can understand it? Only God, you know. But uh, then to be able to hear that, that call, you know, to repentance, to, you know, calling sin as it is. It's sin is sin. And, and uh, this Lord, and the Lord calls us. It's never a put down, right? And that's the difference. It's a, it's the, the devil loves to accuse and put people down. And the Lord, no, no, it's, it's a call against sin. It's a call to repentance, but it's always coming from a place of love. Even when, in the words of the Bible, God punishes us, that has to be understood within the framework of a God who is love, a God who wants what's best for his children. And he's calling us out of the sin. He's calling us out of the, those, those areas where we are weak and we are in need of his grace. And um, so St. Paul has that as the foundation of his own faith journey. You know, I was the greatest of sinners, and that's why God called me. I, you know, I was doing wrong. I was actually persecuting the church. I was actually facilitating the arresting, the harassment, the persecution, and in some cases, the murder of Christians. You know, and so God looks down and sees this guy who is like enemy number one, and boop, calls him. And that's what St. Paul says. So me, you know, I end up becoming this amazing example you know, what, what can God do? Look what God can do, you know? And, um, and so, brothers, this some, somehow that is happening in all of our lives as well. Like for, for whatever's going on in our own lives, whatever struggles we're having, whatever ways that we are, you know, sinful and God calls us, you know, is an example of mercy to others. Hey, if God, God's grace can work in this person's life for forgiveness, for mercy, transformation in Christ, then maybe I can have the courage to step forward and to repent and to struggle and to come into the light out of the darkness and to um, make uh, a movement towards trust in the Lord. And uh, so um, there, something of that is happening in each one of our lives, huh? And it becomes even more um, clear and powerful particularly in your ministry. So when we do ministry, it's not like we have this message that we're here to enlighten the world, but it's like this, this thing of um, a call to be a witness that even in my own life uh, is 
imperfect as I am, God's grace, God's mercy is at work. And hey, come along. Come along, you know, like, come on, get into the, the ark of the boat of the church. We'll, we're going to weather the storm. We're going to live through the flood, you know. God's grace, God's mercy. And, and God's grace and God's mercy, you, you never want to say, okay, sin is okay. No, no, no. Sin is sin. It's not okay. But at the heart of it, we're good. The very foundation, we're made, we're loved. And he's calling us. He's calling us. And uh, brothers, to the depth of our own response to that call will be the fruitfulness of our, our lives. Our ministry, our prayer, our fraternity, you know, will be fruitful uh, the more we surrender to the Lord. And so we pray for that grace this day. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.